This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, that's appropriate to have a little Justin Bieber to bring us to bring us in. Uh, to this conversation about Carl Lentz and the Hillsong Church mm-hmm. on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so we've been kind of following the Hillsong Church actually since before we knew what a Carl Lentz was. Yeah. Because Justin Bieber has been vociferous about his involvement with the Hillsong Church. And it's also kind of, it comes across culty and we love a cult. We do. It's it's very like, it smells a little bit like Scientology over there. Uh, the Hillsong Church, for those minus of you... Minus the Xenu. Minus Xenu. Um, but it, what's interesting to me about Hillsong, and I'll get to what... Uh, so, the founder of the Hillsong Church uh, did an interview this morning on the Today Show. So, that's why we're talking about it right now. Uh, and I want to get to some of the things he said, but what is interesting about the Hillsong Church that uh, has a whiff of Scientology is that the, is the way that they leverage uh, celebrities and musicians specifically mm-hmm. to uh, promote their church. Can I also say too? I like, and I don't know, but my sense is like, oh, it's interesting that he's talking to, to the Today Show about Carl Lentz. Mm-hmm. At a moment when there have been a half dozen stories recently about other leaders in the church who have gone down mm-hmm. in a uh, epic proverbial ball of flame uh, or whatever up in flames. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are all these negative yeah. stories attributed to the church that don't revolve around Carl Lentz. And suddenly you have um, the head of the church coming out to talk about Carl Lentz because he's a shiny object that he knows the media will eat up. So absolutely anyway, interesting and, timing. Well, and Carl Lentz is associated uh, very closely with Justin Bieber. Yeah, and so that's the he's the you're right. This is like the shiny object over here that he'll talk about in order to maybe bury some of those other stories yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, one of the so he says a whole lot of things, and specifically he's talking about Carl Lentz, and he says uh, to Savannah Guthrie who interviewed him on. Today, quote, Carl was Carl. He's a unique character. There's a lot of things I miss about Carl. He said, having said that, there were leadership issues that I believe included lying, including what I would call narcissistic behavior. I have to admit I've had concerns in many conversations over the years with Carl. I think there's a lot of things I should have known earlier, and hopefully moving forward, we make sure we have far better systems in place and better accountability. To which I would just say, like, so you you knew some stuff. Yeah. And then but you were called really, out, and that's when you decided to act. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But cool. Like, you found a way to double speak that and yep. make it sound like you didn't really well, know. It also it also allows you to sort of, again, clump all the bad stuff, all your bad ideas about what's going on at the church to Carl Lentz, when it seems a little unfair to think that one person 
ruined it for everybody. Right. Because again, let's to be perfectly frank, um, there have been other stories about other leaders in other divisions of that church, um, which, well, I would say it operates a lot like a franchise in the sense that they keep opening divisions of the Hillsong Church in different areas. Um, and I believe it started in Australia. Yep. And so Carl this Lentz, guy is Australian, I think, yeah. right? So Carl Lentz was in charge of their uh, their New York campus. And he was obviously, you know, kind of a celebrity himself, or at least yeah. saw himself as a celebrity. Which is interesting that they sort of criticize him for that. But at the same time, it's like, well, isn't that kind of what you're appealing to i mean by bringing in all these high profile celebrities and it's not just hillsong right like mm-hmm. this is a thing now um and i think it's because they've learned about the success of places like scientology you i mean it's not to say that they went like let's do that scientology thing but but they understand the importance of celebrity as we all do in getting your story out brands understand the importance of that endorsement and apparently so do uh religions right and to to that point one of the people that they hung a lot on was justin bieber because he was one of the most visible members of the hillsong church and he was a, a very um vocal supporter of hillsong and this is what brian houston had to say the the head of the hillsong church yeah about justin bieber and i i want to get your reaction to this because i think this is so interesting he says quote uh, he said he was wrecking hotel rooms and basically on the edge of getting deported to Canada. Uh, saying He said the um, pop star was living a, quote, out-of-control life with drug abuse. And then he says, and look at Justin Bieber today. Anyone who's being fair could see a radical change. And so not everything is bad. So essentially, he's saying the church was responsible for this big like, change in did. Justin Bieber. You yeah. can be just like Justin. Wow. It's like a weird Also, totally pitch. unrelatable. Yeah. But... Again, what do I know? They're very successful at what they do, and there must be a certain audience for whom that message lands well and is received well because they are all over the world, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I, I wouldn't be drawn to the Justin Bieber parable. But there are people who probably uh, no, there definitely are. I mean, yeah. we've had. I'll just pull back the curtain really quickly. We've had conversations about this in actual seminary classrooms at the school that I attend about how the like how people get the message and whether how they get the message is important or if it's just important that they get the message. Yeah. Right. And so so a conversation about, OK, well, Justin Bieber, if he's inspiring people who really cares, right, how he got to be that inspirational that is one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, but if he's being ins- inspirational and there were corrupt reasons behind how he got to that place, that matters. Like that matters in the conversation. And so if Justin Bieber's big change is a being used to leverage some sort of PR uh, message for the church. And if underneath all of that, we've got Carl Lentz doing who knows what that does matter. Yeah. Then uh, Justin Bieber's the puppet. I, for I that. just don't, and I don't see how it's any different than any other celebrity story, right? Like, I don't believe the narrative that we've been told about Justin Bieber's. You know, like I was in this place, and now I'm in this amazing place. Like, I don't, 
I I don't think that just seems too good to be true, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would imagine just like tabloids are trying to sell us, you know, this story that this organization is trying to use Justin Bieber to do the very same thing. Mm-hmm. And again, that just that wouldn't be a story I'd be like, I want to do that too. Well, and I also just want to point out remember Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber have really tried to distance themselves from Hillsong and Carl Lentz. Yeah. But so, they but they very much are in that um, neighborhood. Totally. Because they're still going to, and I forget the name of the organization. Zo- is it Zoe? Or is that Zoe Church or Home Church? Church Home. There's there's another organization that sort of is loosely affiliated or has been in the past with people it's, connected. It's Church Home. Because, yeah, that's, and, and the pr- leader of that Church Home came out of Hillsong. Yeah. I'm, it's just that same sort of, but again, that's, that's you know. But I think it's that's a message that works for a certain group of people. But what I think we need to remember is that Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber have distanced themselves from Hillsong. Yeah. Hillsong is still using their using their story yeah. as like the thing that's legitimizing what they're doing. Yeah. And don't be fooled by the words of Brian Houston, because to your first point, there's a whole Carl Lentz was not the only problematic figure. Yeah. And and you got to ask yourself, like, why? uh, Like, maybe have, and I think, didn't you put this in the notes for this conversation? Something about self reflection? Like, oh, yeah, they have none. Like, it's interesting to me that you would talk about this, like, bad sheep. And, and he kind of seems a little self reflective in the, like, I should have known a little bit better. But I would always ask, like, well, what, what what about what I'm doing is leading to this outcome? Right. If you're a leader, right. you know, typically you would own that. So I don't think he's owning yeah. that. Well, no. And and also, again, it's just a way to sort of distance yourself from like, you know, my biggest. It's like when somebody says, what's your biggest opportunity for improvement? And you go, I'm just too nice. Ugh. Okay. You know, I yeah. mean, I just am a very trusting person. I'm a mm-hmm. loving person. And sometimes that's. Not the best because you need to have some tough love, mm. and you're like, oh, okay, I don't <laughs> think that's really, you know, maybe, maybe that's a little humble breaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of putting distance between a couple people, uh, I think Bill and Melinda Gates are trying to put some Melinda! distance between each other. We'll talk about them after this on my talk 1071. Well, we've given them a publicationship name just because it was so easy. Bill Linda. Belinda. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, hello. Well, hello. And uh, what is the latest and not so greatest <sighs> on Belinda? Thank Gates? you so much for asking. We are in full. He said, she said territory. With these two, um, you know, this Melinda person, she just knew something was up. People exclusive. Okay, so let's break down what's really going on here. We know Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. At first, it was like, boring, don't care, nothing Rich to see people here. getting divorced. Billionaires uh, with issues. Big whoop. Then it was like, oh, there's some juicy, salacious gossip. Tell me more because we're obsessed with juicy Bits of gossip. People exclusive. Tell me where this is coming from. Mm -hmm. Melinda Gates, quote, was aware, unquote. Bill had, quote, some issues, unquote. Source says after rep confirms affair. Mm -hmm. So Melinda French Gates, you guys. Mm -hmm. Melinda French Gates. French. (laughs) Thanks for showing up. (laughs) 
<laughs> just wanted to emphasize. But it was so Thank delightfully you. like. <laughs> Melinda French Gates was not entirely in the dark when it came to her husband, Bill Gates, alleged <laughs> indiscretions at Microsoft, a source tells people. Oh, I wonder who, who this the source is. is. The source is named Schmelinda Schmates. Oh. Schmates? What? <laughs> so Schmelinda. So Schmelinda called a People magazine and said she was not entirely in the dark when it came to her husband. Mm-hmm. Melinda was aware there were some issues, but it's kind of unclear if she knew about all of this. So this is just, again, I feel like this is the inevitable rewriting of history that goes on to protect the image of the individuals involved. Right. right. So like we are seeing like Melinda's like she's got people. Mm-hmm. No doubt, because this woman is a billionaire and likely will be like one of the richest people. Right. In the world. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know where she will sit in the pantheon. I mean, of- probably on a gold chair. Okay. Right? Yeah. Well, here's a story from the, earlier this morning that Bill Gates has transferred $3 billion in shares to Melinda since the divorce announcement. Well, yeah. I'm glad you said that because that also indicates to me that he's trying to pay her off yeah, to stop all like, them Jeffrey Epstein can stories. You quiet down. Allegedly, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Because, they're, because the he said, she said has been this like, Bill is disgusting, and I'm not saying he's not, so please don't misunderstand me, misunderestimate me, uh, irregardless. Don't get me wrong, like, I'm not saying those stories mightn't not actually be true. It's just that the pushing of these stories at this particular time in a way that we never heard them, or to a degree we never heard them before, is suspect to me. Yeah. Because to me... Nothing is real and everyone smokes. And you're trying to tell me five seconds after these two powerful people are poised to battle it out for billions of dollars. That's when we're going to just casually, accidentally start hearing that he was kind of skeezy and hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Like that serves a purpose. So I don't doubt that there aren't people pushing that allegedly, supposedly behind the scenes that we're not aware of. <laughs> from well, you know what I think is so interesting about this is, you know, here we have a bunch of real rich people in, you know, business, right? They're not, they're celebrities, but not the celebrities that we're used to, right? Like not entertainment celebrities. Yeah, they're not normally on People Magazine unless, well, in this case, Saving the World. Right. Which they have done a lot of. But they are using... All of the tactics that our favorite celebrities yeah. use in order to manage the public perception of what's going on and why them because money because money because money all you have to do I mean you know I'm sure Melinda Gates has a PR team hey it's Mike and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious ready to eat meals we are all busy and with Factor eating fresh never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are you'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart protein plus and keto get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not say, saying that they're like, you know, like, who knows? But it is totally plausible to believe that she has people who are paid mm-hmm. to give her the best public image because the last thing she wants to end up with after this experience is a tarnished image when right. she can wield an incredible amount of power. So I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I just I'm not here to judge that. Uh, more than I or less than I would judge anybody else for doing that. It's just interesting to me that People Magazine seems to be very clearly influenced by, um, you know, Melinda Gates' positive stories. Like, right. she kind of knew he was sketchy and gross, but not all of it, which is why <laughs> you can then answer the question, well, why didn't you do something about it earlier? Mm-hmm. Well, because she didn't know the worst. Right. I mean, she knew he was cheating on her decades ago, but because I think that's the kind of thing that that even if she's not involved in planting these negative stories, she's trying to protect her image from looking like she somehow knew about it. Because remember, one of the first things we talk about when relationships go south is blind items. And some blind items are like, well, these couple, this couple was kind of kinky and they were doing kinky things. Right. And, you know. Which, you know, in the parameters of a relationship, as long as the people involved are, are okay, into, are, are into yeah. it, then it's okay. But the public perception then you is can't, like... There is no public... Per, you're not allowed to be kinky in public. Which, and right. that's the piece that I... That's the piece that I think is interesting, right? Is that who knows how okay Melinda Gates was with any of this. But she's not going to act like she was okay with it now. Because there's money and there's public perception and there's fame on the line and also who does that smell like tick tock tick tock tick tock um cleaning supplies oh army hammer and and the his woman person chambers chambers right so like we heard blind items about them being like you know right swingers yes but then after the divorce when he's swingers and kinky um every time that comes up in tabloids she's like i just Here's my pretty palm tree photo, and I am, did not know a lot of things, and I'm just trying to reflect on life right now, and I'm being happy and right. not kinky and weird and swingers. Right. Like, I just think that's damage control or image control, perhaps. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's no different uh, than what... Well, I mean, listen, I don't know what their agreement was in their marriage, Bill and Melinda Gates, but clearly we are in... Damage control era when it comes to them. And I will look forward to her autobiography and her ghost written Oprah interview. Yeah, I was going to say ghost written by somebody who inevitably will have a sticker on their Mm -hmm. book from the Oprah Book Club because we'll all read it. Absolutely. And it will be inspirational. Yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is D-Bag. After this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is. D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. 
of the day. You are correct. Uh, Who's your D-bag? Chris Angel. Oh, what do you do you? What? Sorry. Do anything to me? Why are you so aggrieved? Are you like a huge Chris Angel fan? <laughs> no. Illusions. No, I'm Coach. actually kind of creeped out by him, frankly. Is he called the Mind Freak? That must be a nickname because it says Mind Freak Magician Chris Angel. I think that was the name of his show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Mind Freak. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, he has a show at Planet Hollywood. Anyway, he's going to the restaurant business, which is not a surprise, right? Celebrities love a good resto. Uh, and he will not be the first celebrity face to attach himself to a restaurant. Is this going to be entertainment? It's entertainment and not. It's, it's a, a real, real good, good show. Meal. I mean, like, is he going to, like, make food illusions? Uh, I don't know, but I don't care <laughs> okay. because that's not what i'm frustrated about like i don't again like you you want to open a restaurant great yeah feed me it's the name of his restaurant oh food freak no you're never in a million years gonna guess so i'm just gonna tell you um chris angel's um (laughs) food emporium magic (laughs) nope okay try it's spelled as follows c a b L P Cablop. Holly, do you want to try? Cablop. <laughs> Cublip. It's called Cublip, and it's short for Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, no. and Pizza. No, 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 no. Well, what did no, dinner, no, no. dinner do to him to leave it out? <laughs> yeah, well, they don't, there's nothing else. Just well, they're pizza. not serving dinner. They're just, just serving pizza. breakfast, lunch, and pizza. Cublip. Okay, no. Kablip, this is not a name. Who came up with this name? No, and did they make the name disappear? Did they focus group that? Uh, and if apparently they did, not. Yeah, that was an out of focus group. Yeah, that's dumb. Now it's a it's he's got this like wonderful um, heartfelt story. I also he's got like this personal family um, drama slash tragedy going on, which I was reading through this article, and I'm like, all oh, this is good, and I wish him all the best. But could we come up with a better name? Then yeah. Krabappel. Do you know what this is? This is a moment. I'll tell you exactly how this all played out. Like everybody who works directly under Chris Angel to develop this restaurant, he was like, I've got the best name. I've got the best name for this restaurant. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I'm very excited about it. We're going to call it Kablip. And everybody was too afraid because he's Chris Angel <laughs> to be like, hey, Chris, that's actually like the worst name ever. You see it all the time Kablip. with big celebrities where everybody around them is like, no, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, such a great it, idea. Um, Thank you. So <laughs> on, idea. on the Kablip. menu, chicken fried steak, chicken parmesan, Long Island fish and chips, beer, wine, cocktails, such as the Mind Freeze, <laughs> which is concocted with vodka and one of more than 100 flavors of Italian ice. Mm. Aside from fast casual, the restaurant will periodically convert into the magic room with entertainment from Chris Angel, Chris Angel and friends. Oh. They're also doing some cool things with Chris Angel's escape camp adventures. Um, but again, sorry, couple, escape camp adventures. Yeah, I think it's for kids. 14 acres. <laughs> they do some stuff. Challenging uh, times of beautiful escape. I'm just reading from the, <laughs> the press release. No, but again, there's like, there's like, great, 
But oh, well, the, kabooful? It's actually something that's really nice. Yes. It's being described as families going through the most challenging times I and know. being able okay, to so, escape okay. to camp, ride, and eat for free. I told okay, you. thank you. I, because what I was hearing was that he was sending kids to camp and like making them be Houdini. <laughs> Yeah, like escape if <laughs> yeah, you can. Exactly. No, he's doing some great things. And like I said, okay. he's had some um, personal tragedies in his family. And it's a great personal story. And everything that's, you know, a celebrity related experience, you'd want to have a good personal story attached. I get it. I totally understand. I'm here for it. I'm not here for but Kabobo. You got a branding issue, Chris Angel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who? It, and then people are like, what's Kabobo? And it's like, Chris Angel, lunch. Couple, uh, breakfast, breakfast, lunch, lunch and, and then is it dinner? No, it's not. Pizza. There's this pizza. pizza. Oh, pizza, pizza. Yeah, they're doing flatbreads. Okay, here's the other thing <laughs> about that is that is the that is the restaurant equivalent of Rachel Ray saying E V O O, and then having to follow it up with extra virgin olive yeah, oil because you're like you're not up. saving time what by does that brief? stand for it stands for chris angel's yeah. breakfast lunch and pizza and now you'll never get that whole <sighs> 20 seconds I, back I, I, couple, couple somebody of. also that was somebody was paid for that yeah yeah that yeah. was that was that was a marketing agency mm-hmm. good work when you can get it yeah oof who's your day back oh my gosh i want to first of all say a hearty thank you to sarah on Twitter because this was a listener submission, but it's so good. And I would like to thank her once again, Danny Masterson. Thank you. When I say the name Danny Masterson, what do you think? What do you, what, what, uh, well, rape allegations, Yep. which he, by the way, is in court right now answering to. Mm -hmm. Okay. He posted on his, uh, Instagram yesterday, Danny Masterson, Checked in at the courthouse. Picture of him in the passenger seat of a car with his wife, Bijou Phillips. Uh, and the caption is as follows. Had the most beautiful Uber driver drop me off at school today. Hashtag Uber wife. Hashtag Bijou Phillips. Yashar Ali says the following, and I think sums up our sentiments exactly. Read the caption. By school, he means courthouse, where the preliminary hearing for his trial started today. Danny Masterson has been charged with forcibly raping three women. He posted this photo during the lunch break. So what you have here is the hubris of a person who completely believes that all of this is for nothing. And honestly, you know what it makes me think of? It Well, it makes me think of Scientology because he's a Scientologist. And all Scientologists will tell you that the technology that they learn from Scientology is what gives them that sort of superhuman confidence that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, to me, just feels like a total Scientology tactic. To be like, nothing to see here. This isn't really happening. Look, yeah. here's my hot wife dropping me off at school. While I'm being arrested or tried, tried for, for rape. three rapes. That's a little awkward. Yeah. Mm. Or I should not say three rapes. I should say raping three women because that I don't know the specifics enough, but it could have happened more than once. Um, (laughs) Like this just this is not funny per se, Mm -hmm. but somebody in the in the responses to the tweet said, and yet he has the luxury of Ubering off to the courtroom. Uber should cut this driver loose. Okay, okay, And Yashar responds, that's his wife, honey. (laughs) 
At first, Honey. I will say, when I looked at it at first, I was like, oh my God, is he sexy tweeting his Uber driver? Ew. No, no, that's his that wife. Would be, that would be really, really bad. Yeah, but it's bad regardless. Oh, well, I mean, Danny Masterson, the things that he is accused of doing are horrible. Yeah. So anyway, don't follow him Ooh. on any platform. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I just, I was, I was grossed out by that. And yes, thank you. To Sarah, thank you, Sarah, for thank you. Uh, submitting that d bag. It was accurate, and we salute you. Yeah, you know, Scientologists, like you said, they have this like superhuman strength thing that they don't uh, the the rules in the world don't apply to them. They and they feel very confident in that. At least some do, or people that we've talked about Tom on Cruise. the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I that's what I think about when. Well, he is like the quintessential Scientologist, but. When Danny Masterson has that type of attitude about being dropped off at court where he's answering to Mm -hmm. three rape allegations, I think about the um, I think about the demeanor that Tom Cruise had when he ripped the heads off of his coworkers, his crew on set and everybody applauded. And then when other people sort of pushed back against that, he doubled down on it. I mean, that takes some chutzpah. That takes some cojones. Is the epitome of narcissistic behavior. Yeah. Which is, which is completely what is taught and held up by Scientology, their technology, which don't even get us started. Don't even get us started. No! But here's something you can get us started about. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I know you guys talked a little bit while I was gone about Chrissy Teigen oh, and yeah. Courtney Stodden. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. And listen, before, well, we're going to get into that when we come back and some of the real life consequences that are happening for Chrissy Teigen uh, because of the fact that Courtney Stodden spoke up about some of the things that she said to Courtney Stodden. Um, but there's more consequences coming. So there's already been consequences. There's more consequences coming. And I just, I want to bring up the fact that Courtney, this is not the first that Courtney Stodden has brought this up. This has been, this story Courtney Stodden has been telling for probably the better part of a year. And just now. Actually like 2019, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's been a weird time is weird, but now we're just seeing Chrissy Teigen being held accountable for it. We're going to talk about what these new consequences are and talk a little bit more about Chrissy Teigen and Courtney Sutton's public riff after this on my talk one Oh seven one. Well, page six is reporting that Chrissy Teigen is um, experiencing some more consequences of the outright horrible things she said to Courtney Stodden, which Courtney Stodden then shared with the general public. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And I know you guys talked a little bit about this uh, oh, yeah. as it started to kind of crystallize while I was gone. Um, but the headline, and, and actually, I'm going to have you, after I give you this headline, go back and kind of go back get catch me up uh to how we got to where we are right now okay but uh the headline today is that page six learned that bloomingdale's has walked away from a deal with chrissy Teigen at the very last minute um all because of the uh the the story that 
Courtney Stodden has shared about the horrible, terrible bullying that Courtney Stodden suffered at the hands yep. of Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, what this means is that Chrissy Teigen now is out another big deal Mm -hmm. with a major retailer. And this isn't the first time because she just had this happen with Macy's, right? So how did we get here? Oh, God. Um, Well, because of an apology. It really, I mean, the most recent incarnation of this story, the latest chapter in this story involves Chrissy Teigen coming forward with an apology to Courtney Stodden for um, some tweetage. And there's really two levels. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline of this so that i'm boiling it down to its essential parts essentially Mm -hmm. she came out and apologized to courtney stodden on twitter publicly Mm -hmm. alleged that she reached out to courtney stodden privately although courtney stodden disputes that that is the case and um pointed out that chrissy teigen has still blocked her on twitter so it, it we can get to Courtney Stodden's response in just a moment, but essentially Chrissy Teigen was like, I said some really horrible things. I was a troll. I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. I apologize. And, but I, I will say there were a little, there's a little bit of waffleage happening in that, in that uh, full message that she, um, that she published when she made that apology that I would quibble with perhaps like if we were talking about like, Hey, from a publicity standpoint, maybe just focus on the apology part. Anyway, do you want me to read it? Do, do sure. You, okay, yeah. so the the apology that Chrissy Teigen uh, shared publicly on Twitter was quote: "Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bull bleep in front of the entire world." Which seemed a little like that sounds a little like snarky. Like it, yeah, I mean, you're the one who chose to be so public and that comes with a certain responsibility. Right. Um, But anyway, there are some bigger issues. Um, There are some bigger issues that we can talk about, but essentially to answer your question, to boil it down, Chrissy Teigen made this apology. And when I said there were two parts to it, two levels, there is the Courtney Stodden saying horrible things publicly Mm -hmm. or excuse me, Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen saying horrible things publicly on Twitter to Courtney Stodden mm-hmm. that we all saw. Mm-hmm. But Courtney Stodden pointed out that Chrissy Teigen also reached out to her privately mm-hmm. on Twitter and told her to do away with herself right. in a manner of speaking. And she was far more blunt. So actually attacking her privately at a time when I believe she was still a teenager 
but also just a person who deserved better, <laughs> as well, we all do. I mean, okay, so first of all, Courtney Sodden has the receipts of these yeah, conversations. Yeah. The, the right? DM. So this is not um, an opportunity that I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying that I would take this opportunity or that you would take this opportunity or that we as a show would take this opportunity, but I could see some people who maybe aren't familiar with Courtney Stodden and her story thinking that this is an opportunity for Courtney Stodden to try to get some attention. Courtney Stodden was hurt deeply by the things that Chrissy Teigen said and has the receipts. And Courtney St- or uh, Chrissy Teigen was not the only one who did this to Courtney Stodden. Right. And she has addressed this separately, like for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Stodden has addressed this. They have addressed this directly themselves and um, separately prior right. to this latest um apology with Chrissy Teigen. So the 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 timing is interesting and that's what I think has led to these brand uh you know there there is this whole side narrative which we should acknowledge and talk about because I think that people don't acknowledge this either. There there's a whole part of social media that is hell-bent on destroying Chrissy Teigen right. because of her politics, because of, you know, who she is culturally, mm-hmm. um ethnically, racially, like there are people who just want to destroy Chrissy T destroy her presence online right and her business and all that stuff so that's a real thing and there are people who have sort of like jumped on this story Mm -hmm. but I think you know how this works and I know how this works because we've seen this happen enough brands just don't want to be attached to controversy no and so whatever whoever's in the right whoever's in the wrong that's less important than is this toxic to our brand or is this problematic to our brand and maybe we'll create some distance between us and this individual for a period of time until everything blows over yes or the person addresses it in a way they haven't this thus far well i'm actually glad you said that because i think that there's an opportunity that a lot of people are seizing to blame this all on cancel culture right oh it's cancel culture we're canceling chrissy teigen now well okay uh, it's not that easy. It just isn't that easy, right? Chrissy Teigen said some horrible things to Courtney Stodden. Yep. Courtney Stodden came and did forward and did horrible things. Courtney yeah. Stodden came forward and they said, This happened to me. I have the receipts. This person who you all love is not the person that they always show. Yeah. And here's what happened to me. And then brands, not because they're trying to cancel Chrissy Teigen, have made choices based on their own bottom line about how close they want to be to somebody who sent a private message tweets to another person inviting them to uh, go away forever yeah. uh, in more explicit ways, right? So it's cancel culture. This whole cancel culture situation is not as easy as I think people want to boil it down. No, it's just it's look, if you haven't been see, this is the thing. If you haven't been following the story very carefully or closely or have talked about it for years, um, then it's easy to see where people would just turn this into very much like a oh look at the irony, because, mm-hmm. you know, do you remember Alison Roman yeah. said some things about. Chrissy Teigen and um, uh, what is her name? The Japanese organizational 
woman, uh, Marie, Marie Kondo, Kondo. Yeah. Um, said some things and then, you know, lost some opportunities as a result of that. And mm-hmm. so then now you have Chrissy Teigen losing some opportunities because of things she said to Courtney's son. And so people can, you know, make those quick connections. But I think it's, it's, if you're going to try to learn something from what's actually going on, I think it's a little bit deeper and more complicated than that because the behavior um, that Allison Roman, you know, expressed or uh, exhibited is mm-hmm. different, I think, than the behavior that uh, Chrissy, Teigen Chrissy Teigen exhibited. To and also the consequences will probably be different and or the way that this all plays out will be different. What I am interested in is to see what Courtney or um, Chrissy Teigen does next. Mm-hmm. That is. She has remained completely silent, I think, and I didn't check today, but I think she has remained silent on Twitter. Um, but she's still there. She hasn't picked up her stuff and gone yet. Yeah, no, she's but I think this is like a new thing. So here's what I what I I feel like now when a controversy like this arises, the individual in question sort of just ghosts social media for a period of time, hoping that it will like what mm-hmm. does that remind you of? Uh, carp. What's his name? Oh yeah, Jensen Carp. Jensen Carp. Mm-hmm. Remember the the shrimp? Yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Guy? That turned into uh, he was a terrible, horrible person, verbally and uh, physically and sexually assaulted people. Yeah. And allegedly, allegedly, supposedly, and then you didn't hear anything out of him. It sort of he just kind of disappeared. So I'm curious to see, like, is this like not saying anything after she made her apology? Is this intentional? I mean, surely it is, right? Because I believe that she's got a lot of smart people around her that is uh, uh, Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see, like, what's next? Well, like you said, Bradley, Chrissy Teigen has said nothing. She has yeah. said absolutely nothing. And still, that tweet, that three-tweet apology to Courtney Stodden is still the top of her Twitter. And that's all she said. Mm-hmm. Good point. When we more come back, shall more shall be revealed. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about UFOs. It's true. They're they out are. There. They are out there. They I are. know it. Mm-hmm. After this. You're right.